Podcasts are pretty common. So what makes the Uncommon Podcast uncommon? Well, it's all in our name. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and we at Uncommon Sports Group understand the unique pressures and temptations that come with a career in the sport industry. We provide uncommon training that helps you successfully navigate common challenges. Hit the follow button on this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Check out our website and become uncommon. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Uncommon Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and I'm excited to be joined by my brother and USG Senior Engagement Associate, Mikey Carpenter, for this month's Coffee Conversations episode. For our listeners that are not already aware, our Coffee Conversations series features our staff talking about updates within the ministry and in the sport industry, as well as answering questions from our members. Mikey, how are you? Noah, I'm doing well. It's great to, great to be back on the podcast. Absolutely. And it's great to be back to the United States. For those of you that are not aware, myself, Mikey, Seth, and seven of our USG members were just overseas in Nairobi, Kenya uh, for a 13-day mission trip. Love to share a little bit about that trip for those of you that are not familiar with our USG mission trips. We flew out on June 3rd to Nairobi, Kenya uh, for a 13-day mission trip, as I said we spent time there connecting with a local school, Haduma School, uh, connecting with their students, uh, being able to do sports clinics for them. Uh, just really an awesome time of connecting with them, teaching them sports like basketball, volleyball, and soccer, and just really being uh, available for them, uh, bringing excitement and joy into that uh, community. Spent some time being able to share the gospel in a slum called Kawangwari. Really exciting opportunity there. And then finished the week with a coaches clinic, which was a really exciting opportunity to help coaches in Kenya who are coaching the youth really grow and understanding how they can be witnesses to the gospel and really teach the youth how to lead with a gospel mindset. And Mikey, you've been on eight mission trips throughout your life. How did this trip compare to your previous experiences? Yeah, no, it's tough to sometimes compare uh, the trips. Oftentimes, I feel that um, the Lord uh, really um, orchestrates them uniquely and differently and always teaches us different things amongst them. I would say with this trip in particular, though, it was my first time being able to return um, to a locale where we had previously um, served on a missions trip before. Mm. So being able to build off of the foundation of how uh, the Lord really worked in 2021, being able to steward those relationships, uh, whether it was with our um, van drivers, whether it was with our partners at um, Haduma School or the sports clinic. Um, it was just really incredible to be able to um, yeah, build off of that foundation from last year and return um, to a place uh, that uh, we have served before. And I would mm. say something that stood out with this group in particular, I think the word unity um, mm. really comes up. It, it was a very unified yeah. group. I feel like the Lord really wove our team together rather quickly. And by the uh, end of the trip, I felt like everybody was best friends with everyone, which mm. doesn't always happen um, on a trip. So I was really encouraged um, by that and just through the unity of the group and how mm -hmm. the Lord really used our team at those you know, uh, different 
opportunities um, that um, you mentioned earlier. Yeah, no, absolutely, Mikey. I think it's it's a very I think awesome opportunity when you get to go to a place like Kenya as, as Nairobi in particular. Uh, as you mentioned, you guys were there last year, and it's even seeing from my perspective of not being there last year and being there right. this year. Um, really seeing just the the relationships you guys built with the drivers and with the staff at the uh, hotel we stayed at and just different relationships that remained uh, solid and just seeing those um, continue I think is a really cool testament to what the Lord can do even through the simple thing it's like where you stay and who drives you around I think everybody is impacted Um, so that's awesome Mikey it's really good stuff Absolutely. And Noah, this was your first missions trip. What, what did you learn about the uh, significance of uh, international missions or even the Great Call? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, for me, I grew up in a pretty comfortable uh, American lifestyle, probably as many listening have. Um, we don't always really understand the challenges that the rest of the world faces, nor do I think we pay much mind to the rest of the world around us. It's easy kind of to get comfortable and I'm a part of that, um, really just not being aware of, of what different cultures experience um, and what they're going through. So I think I learned the significance that this world and, and really the Christian faith is not localized to our culture. Uh, it's not localized to our country. Um, it, it definitely is a big part of our nation and our world that we're, we're used to here in the States. But um, I think just being there, it reminded me that God is moving all across the world, that His kingdom is not... Um, just localized to my life, and um, it gave me a broader perspective as well of of really my purpose um, mm-hmm. and really understanding what my role in this world is. And, and it's to really be sacrificial. Um, it's, yeah. it's really to lay down my my comfortability and my time and my energy to be a part of what God is doing in this world. And I think I saw that a ton there. Of man, there's some challenging things that are easy to avoid. Like I could never go back to Africa if I wanted to, right? I could I could be like I'm I'm never gonna have to experience that again if I don't want to. But the reality is, is the the blessing of how the Lord used our faithfulness to, to really glorify His name in that area, uh, I think just reminded me that sometimes a faithful step, even if it's uncomfortable, I mean, God can use that for tremendous things. So um, I think just I learned the significance of being uh, mission-minded, the purpose um, behind it, and then really being eternally focused as well. Um, yep. it's, it's easy to be comfortable in this American life, a hundred percent, like I said, and it's easy to never leave and just be, be, you know, stay grounded here and and not see really what God is doing in other parts of the world. But when we live with that with that missional, eternal mindset, I think we begin to realize really just the importance of that of stepping outside our comfort zones and allowing the Lord to use um, those steps of faithfulness to really, yeah. I mean, change people's eternities bring glory to his name, change our personal walks with the Lord. I think that's another piece of it too, of just our own personal growth. Um, so it's a combination of those things, but I really think that eternal mindset is huge in really being on mission, not just here in the States, but internationally and in recognizing, you know, really that, um, I think just what the Lord can do through those, um, through these trips and through those steps of faithfulness to serve overseas. So for me, that's a, that's a huge part of it. And, uh, you know, Mikey, I think uh, what really just was awesome about this trip in general, I think, is the many different ways that we were able to impact um, just God's kingdom there and the way that God used us. And one of those ways was the coaches, <coughs> coaches clinic we hosted um, in uh, Nairobi with around 65 coaches, which is really awesome. Right. To share with us, how did the Lord use this clinic to have an impact on the participating coaches? Absolutely. So we... 
Um, we're able to build off of uh, last year in 2021. So this was the second time that we had um, this uh, coaches clinic. So um, Seth Ralston on staff with us um, has a partner, Kennedy Solano, and he runs a lot of sports ministry opportunities um, mm. in Kenya. And um, we were able to partner with him again, just with his um, relationships in that space to be able to uh, lead another um, sports clinic, essentially uh, for um, coaches in Kenya to be able to uh, share mm. best practices, but really uh, be able to um, equip themselves in maybe some curriculum that they haven't experienced um, previously mm. or before to be able to impact um, the um, athletes and um, the students and the youth that they're working with. So we walk through um, The Assist, which is um, essentially a book that talks about um, how can you really glorify God um, in um, sport. And mm. it focused on a lot of different subject matters, including just how to be um, a humble coach, uh, the truths and lies mm. about um, winning, um, a deeper dive into Philippians 4.13, which is often really misquoted or misunderstood yeah. in our society and culture. And our hope is that um, all the coaches there were really to absorb just um, you know some of that curriculum mm. and some of that content so that they can then um, share that um, curriculum just with, mm. um, again, the athletes and the youth that they're really interacting with um, on a daily basis. So really, yeah, again, equipping the, the, these coaches mm. and then so they can be vibrant lights for Jesus um, yeah. where they're planted. But it, it, it really did vary in terms of the experiences, you know, with some of these coaches. You know, we have we had some coaches that are working consistently um, with um, younger age groups, maybe, you know, four to seven. Right. Yeah. Um, and some of the uh, curriculum from the assist could be applicable in that sort of context and environment, right? But then um, I was able to connect with um, an individual who's an assistant uh, women's soccer coach for mm. the South Sudan national team. So wow. it was encouraging to have just coaches in different platforms, mm. different areas all throughout the um, you know country of um, Kenya really coming together under the banner of Christ Jesus mm. and really even being able to encourage and empower one another in that sort of environment and context. So being able to gather once a year in sort of that capacity, mm. but then going and really, you know, being disciples of Christ mm. um, wherever they are. So, um, yeah, I was encouraged just um, of what, again, the Lord did last mm. year, but being able to build off of that yeah. um, this year. And my hope is that, you know, we can return again and uh, lead a sports clinic like that um, in Kenya in the future. Yeah, Mikey, absolutely. And I think being there for my first time, it just really showed me that there's such a zeal for Christ um, among these coaches, but really just in the country of Kenya in general. Yeah. Um, and just their desire. I mean, really a cool part of that coaches clinic is we would start the morning by just worshiping. I mean, these guys are great singers, great vocalists, and we just worship together. Yeah. No, no <laughs> instruments, just us in the room singing and uh, closing some really time of intimate prayer. So just even just those moments, I'm reminded of, man, this this opportunity um, really brings glory to the Lord. And really, it's not our words or our lessons that really provide these coaches with the ability to go out and serve, but it's how the Lord uses those conversations. It's how He moves through them and yeah. just encourages, I think, the coaches and, and reminds them that they're here serving as coaches for a greater purpose. And I think we can even apply that to our listeners right now, that there's a reality of, we as as individuals and especially as people that work in sports have a calling that goes far beyond just the basis of the job. 
Uh, we have a calling to bring glory to the name of our risen Savior, but we also have a, an opportunity to impact people, to impact yep. our, our cohort of, of coworkers, or to impact a team if we're a coach, and have that opportunity to be really on mission, even through our workplace and, and through, through our jobs and responsibilities. So I saw that as a really cool way to prepare the coaches, and our prayer is that they really go out and make that impact um, in their teams and their communities, and that the kids that they're that they're bringing these uh, lessons to can really do the same thing as they grow up in, in Christ. And so, I think overall it was it was super cool, and it'll yeah. be really cool to see how the Lord uses it. Most definitely, and really, I think a, a fun part of our trip in Kenya is we, we had a lot of variety of experiences and opportunities to serve. And yeah. as Mikey mentioned, we had the coaches clinic, uh, which served about sixty five coaches in Kenya. We also had sports camps, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode with about 150 students at a school in uh, Nairobi called Haduma School. Um, and Haduma School is located in Kawangwari, which is a slum in Kenya. Um, a slum in, in, in Kenya is a poorer region or community. Um, and really the best way to, to describe it is an area of extreme poverty. Um, it's makeshift homes, it's dirt roads, there's uh, people that don't have homes. I mean, it, it's it's an environment that um, really is... is is very in need of Christ um, and in really in need of, of, of help. Um, a lot of families, they live off $50 a month, and so putting that into perspective of how quickly we can spend $50, but that's what they have for the entire month for their families. And so there's a there's a need um, and an opportunity to serve in this community. And so we went and visited the school, um, Haduma School, like I said, has around 150 students, ranging ages 2 all the way to about 12 to 14 um, and so we had the chance to, to bring sports equipment. That, that was one of the ministry opportunities we had was to provide basketballs and soccer balls and volleyballs for these students to use um, during their free time and during recess. Um, but on top of that, we had the opportunity to host clinics and sports camps uh, for these students. And so what these camps looked like is we would really just run drills uh, you know, with the students, give them opportunities to practice the sports, dribbling with basketballs, learning how to hit a volleyball, um, learning how to dribble a soccer ball, soccer ball through cones, things of that nature. But really the excitement from, from what I took from it uh, is the opportunity just to spend some time with these kids, yeah. um, to really just laugh with them, kind of have conversations with them, see how the Lord is really working in their lives and through their education and through their families. Um, it was just really a, a blessing. And I think really spending that time with them is a ministry that um, – is very unique, and the Lord used it for some really cool things. And so we spent four days, uh, the first week in uh, Kenya at the Haduma School, Monday through Thursday, and just had incredible opportunities to serve and be a part of their lives and run these sports camps and just see the joy on their faces. Um, so it was a really exciting part of our of our time there as well, along with the Coaches Clinic, just really cool opportunities that we had um, to serve and impact, and the Lord used both of those really for some awesome stuff. Uh, but Mikey, I'd love to really just kind of talk about um, kind of what the Lord taught us during these two weeks in Kenya. I mean, the, sure. obviously everything we did was incredible and a huge blessing, and um, it was, was really fun. But honestly, like I think the best part about these trips is the Lord teaches us so much. So right. we'd love for you to start by just sharing, what did the Lord teach you during these two weeks in Kenya? Yeah, no, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of different things, but um, the one that um, I think I've shared with you a couple times already and... Uh, that's really been put on my heart by the Lord is just mm. really, we had essentially two weeks or so where we embraced uh, being the church. And I think 
so often um, in the United States, we look at uh, church as a service or as like a transactional mm. norm. Like I'm going to go to church um, on a Sunday so I can grow in my knowledge. And I think there's benefit and value there. Mm. But if we look at scripture and we look at Acts 2, it was less about going to church as mm. opposed to being the church. And Absolutely. I was really encouraged by um, just our group um, as a whole, because we embraced that mentality. You know, we broke bread together. Um, we had fellowship together. I think of even going to that, you know, Amboseli National Park and just the time that we had together, just, you know, uh, laughing and encouraging one another. Um, mm. We were able to serve together. Um, I forget if you'd mentioned the um, outreach opportunity that we had had in Kalinguari yeah. and yeah. being able to uh, share the good news and pray for um, just individuals within uh, that context and that community. Mm -hmm. But I think that's what really empowered me. You know, that's Acts 2, 42 to 47. And as I've returned back to the States, I, I really do want to embrace just being the church with the local body um, of Christ, mm -hmm. as opposed to just looking at church as this um, Sunday uh, transactional norm. And, yeah. you know, we think of, um, you know, church and we look at scripture and just, you know, the church was described as um, Christ's bride. You know, he, mm. he died for it. And I think um, we've lost sight of that in our culture and society. But um, as I come back and as we're adjusting, you know, back to the States and embracing, you know, healthy habits and, mm -hmm. and rhythms, I, I do desire to really embrace, uh, you know, being the church um, as opposed to the going to church mentality. Absolutely. I think that's so profound, Mikey. And I think it is to your point, just we can easily just be going and just consuming and be consumers of God's word and be yeah. consumers of community and fellowship. But are we really giving back? And what I mean by that is, are we walking out and taking what we're consuming and pouring it out into others? Um, and I think that's exactly why these mission trips are so important. And that's exactly why I think it's it's so powerful to be a part of one is because you are pouring back. You are being the church. You right. are able to share your faith. You mentioned the outreach in Kawangari. We had around 50 people uh, verbally uh, you know, co commit to following Christ and gain salvation. I mean, that's being the church, and that's all the Lord using those steps of faithfulness. And so to your point, Mikey, I think it's, yes, we should be consuming God's Word. Yes, we should be consuming the fellowship of the church. But what are we right. doing outside of those doors uh, to impact the kingdom? I think that's a challenging thing for all of us. Right, right. I'd say for me, Mikey, it's a really, I talked about this with you a little bit already, but I think a really cool lesson um, was just understanding what it truly means to be blessed. Yep. I think that's a word we throw, throw around so much uh, in the States of, oh man, I'm so blessed because I have a good job. I'm so blessed because I have financial stability. I'm so blessed because I have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. I'm so blessed because I'm married. I'm so blessed because I have healthy kids. And those things are all good. I'm not going to downplay those things. But when you go to a place like Kenya, especially in the area of Kamagori where we were, you can't say that as, as, as a people as much. You can't say I'm blessed because I have financial stability because you're not financially stable. And so the challenge for me all week was, are these people not blessed the same way we are? Like, What's the difference between us and them? And the reality is, as believers, there's a lot of people there that love Jesus and follow him faithfully. Right. Their blessings differ from ours. And I think how God blesses his people is not always with physical health or financial stability right. or, or the things of the world that we often see. But his blessings are salvation, forgiveness of sin, and sanctification, becoming righteous in our ways by the power of his spirit. Those are the blessings that the Lord provides every single believer, regardless of financial status, physical health, or any other item we may achieve. And so 
I feel like my mind was almost transformed to understand the blessings I often see as blessings are temporal and, and they're only here for so long and they're right. not stable. It's, it's not a solid foundation to lean my life on. But the blessing of Christ and the forgiveness of sins and the peace of that, as well as walking in righteousness and leaving my life of sin, the Lord is sanctifying us through that, is also a huge blessing. Uh, and I think just being able to recognize those things in my life was honestly a great reminder of what it really means to be blessed and how blessed we are to have relationship with the author of life. I think that's often right. often something we get so used to and accustomed to as, as Christians is, man, yeah, I'm a Christian, I follow Jesus, but do we really understand the magnitude of that blessing of having a relationship with the living God? So that was my personal takeaway. I think um, it can be a challenge sometimes to understand how blessed we are to know Christ, but I think the more we reflect on that, I think we see truly it's, it's, it's a blessing unlike any other, most definitely. Well, I'd love to bring on one of our students and members that attended um, our, our mission trip to Kenya, Garrett Sons. He's a football student manager at the University of Oklahoma. And Garrett, we'd love to have you jump on with us right now, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely, Garrett. I appreciate you taking some time to be with us. And Garrett, first of all, I'd love to hear just why you decided to sign up for the Kenya mission trip and kind of share with us, did you have any hesitations? What was kind of going through your mind as you really decided to, to take part in this mission trip? Yeah, for sure. Um, I always wanted to go on an international mission trip. Um, growing up, my family traveled a lot. And so um, just seeing other parts of the world is something I've always wanted to do. And I thought that uh, being able to share Jesus with people through sports was a great way to uh, communicate and kind of break that ice of uh, different cultures. Um, and so I just, I was really excited about the opportunity um, going into it. Um, in terms of hesitations, I, uh, I knew this was something I really wanted to do, um, mm. but going on my own uh, across the world for the first time was definitely something that I, I thought about a lot. Yeah. Um, but in the end, I had a lot of peace about going, and so um, I knew it was something I didn't want to miss out on. No, absolutely, brother. Yeah, I think that's incredible, too, just having that desire. I think even just following what the Lord calls you to do is, is really half of that battle is saying, hey, Lord, like, are you calling me to this? And if you are, I'm, I'm going to be faithful to go. So. That's an awesome testimony, Garrett. I think, too, that God can often teach us, you know, so much about our personal relationship with Him during these kind of trips. It's so impactful and spiritually empowering. To share, what did the Lord teach you personally during your time in Kenya? Yeah, I think just like both of you guys, um, the Lord definitely taught all of us a lot. There was a lot of uh, just different things that we experienced, but the number one thing that I kind of took away was um, that the Lord is really the only thing that makes me complete. Mm. Um, I think seeing different a different culture um, and and noticing the comfort that we really have in the United States, um, it's really easy to rely on where we work or the people around <laughs> us or just the, the comfortable circumstances we have. Um, mm. But I think I really noticed being in Kenya that no matter where I am and who I'm with, um, God is the consistent thing in my life and that his hand mm. is the um, has been there through everything I've been through. Um, and so really just, um, pushing, pressing into him and experiencing him in different ways is something that, uh, mm -hmm. I want to continue to do. Yeah, brother. I think that's incredible. And it really goes back to the fact that he's a solid foundation. I think of Matthew seven and really when Jesus unpacks building your house on the rock or building your house on the sand and how quickly that the house on the sand can fall. Um, and I think that's so true. Even when you're in Kenya and you're facing all these unique challenges and, being tested spiritually and, and doing things that you're not used to doing and seeing challenging things. How do you continue to stay grounded? I think it's exactly what you said of he makes us complete and makes us whole and he's that sound foundation. So that's great, brother. That's really great. Sure. 
And Gary, we, we did quite a bit of stuff in Kenya, as we, me and Mikey have elaborated on. We did sports camps, coaches clinics, safaris. We had a chance to share our faith and outreach. Share with us, what was your personal highlight from the trip? Um, I think the safari was definitely fun. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just seeing a different experience that you can't do in the in the States. But um, really the relationships that we built with the kids at the sports camps in those four mm-hmm. days, uh, it was really hard to leave. And I think uh, yeah. I think all of us really felt that as well um just getting to know those kids and, and serving them and i think they taught us a lot as well mm. oh, I, I would totally agree garrett and i think what's what's so unique about that aspect of, of the trip was you kind of go in and you think oh we're gonna have such a great impact on this community and on this school and we did most definitely but i think what i learned is you oftentimes learn more from them than than they learn from you and it really was an incredible sure. um time of just being spending time with these kids and, and really just learning from them and their experiences. So I would agree with you. I think those relationships were special. I even had a kid the last day, you know, give me a marble um, to really keep as a way to remember him. And I have it on my desk now. And so just how much they care about us, how much they care about people in general, I think is really special. So I appreciate you sharing that Garrett. It's awesome. And Garrett, a, a tough part of, of really leaving a, a mission trip like Kenya is you come back to your life in the states and there's challenges of, of continuing to, to keep that spiritual momentum uh, going as you come back to the states. so what is kind of things you've been processing already and, and what are some some ways that you plan on living out what you learned in kenya back here in the states yeah i think uh i think reality comes back pretty quick as soon as you land i mean we've mm-hmm. all been at work this week and you know just kind of life goes back to normal but yeah. um we talked about healthy habits during one of our bible studies on the trip and i think um, I think those are just so important um, to make sure that Jesus is a priority, um, both in my schedule and in my thoughts every day. Um, mm. Just making sure that you know I'm constantly thinking about um, Him, and I think it shows in your actions as well. And I think that's one of our biggest testimonies that we can have in sharing the gospel here in the states. Mm. Yeah, Garrett, absolutely, brother. You know, I think that's so cool too. Even the healthy habits thing of there's so many things we can be doing, and, and actually in the study, I talked about three things: having God's voice. God's ear and God's body. And really what that means is we can read the scriptures. That's God's voice. We can be in prayer. That's God's ear. And we can be involved in God's body, which is the church. And so, yeah, Garrett, to your point, I think there's there's some ways that we can come back and continue to keep that momentum through the things God has given us um, to really stay committed to Him and really stay in relationship with Him. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that, Garrett. That's awesome. Well, Mikey and Garrett, it was a pleasure having both of you on the show today. It was a pleasure being both of you in Kenya. And Garrett, best of luck as you continue to serve the Lord at Oklahoma. And uh, best of luck to you as the season is approaching. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. If you want to get involved with Uncommon Sports Group and the mission that we are on to help you navigate the sport industry as followers of Christ, apply for our academy on our website at uncommonsg.com. That's UncommonSG.org. Be sure to catch new episodes of the Uncommon Podcast every Thursday at midnight Eastern Time, as well as the full video episodes on our YouTube channel. Until next time, we pray that you will strive to be uncommon by glorifying the name of God in whatever you may do. See you next week.